everybody, and welcome back to the All Eyes Are On You podcast. This is, of course, as you know, the Big Brother podcast where we take a look at all the news from inside that house and try to give you some context to figure it all out. In this episode, we will be re-watching and discussing Season 18, Episodes 6 through 8. It is Day 16 through 23 in the house if you're keeping track. And if you have not watched the show up until this point, you should probably know we're going to be spoiling it at this point. So, yeah, n- know that going into it. Yeah, let's start spoiling it. Um, in the recap, Polly won HOH and he nominated Paul and Bronte. Victor won the Roadkill competition and nominated Tiffany as the third nominee. Um, Devon and Zakia, Zakia, I'm sorry, were picked to play in the veto along with the three, you know, nominees, the HOH. Polly won, and so he basically held all the power this week. And he decided to actually use his own the veto on his own nominee, Paul, and he put Victor up in replacement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what did you think of this show? Yeah, well, uh, the week of the, sh- of the well, show. Well, uh, Victor certainly didn't have uh, his <laughs> best time to shine this week. Certainly, uh, <laughs> because because uh, yeah, what uh, what ended up happening uh, to Victor? He uh, he got evicted, didn't he, by a vote of nine to one to zero? Uh, of course, Paul being the only one to uh, to uh, not vote him out and uh oh right yeah. and yeah he uh he definitely made some <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> yeah he definitely made some missteps this week and we'll talk about it in the uh in the show but uh but yeah i just i'm just like like jose was just like sort of this like cocky sort of personality i'm just like ah oh, why why is he in this game but with victor i'm just i just felt bad the entire time i'm just like oh victor <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think what do i think um i don't know i don't it's big brother it's another episode for us another show i don't know i i i, I yes so it was a show I'll, I'll my main thought this week i get or thinking of these shows was that i wanted to keep calling paul abraham <laughs> and I don't know why and then it, it occurred to me that before he i like add that to the show that maybe i should go and look it up what's his last name do you yeah, know Yeah, it's uh it's close to it but i i can oh, okay. i can never i can never say it so yeah uh yeah that was so bizarre that i kept wanting to call him that that's all that that's all that's my only thought about <laughs> the week the yeah. show the week this week to be honest it's uh it's pretty close <laughs> i gotta give you that but uh but yeah uh let's that's all, uh, that's all i got man that's all yeah, i got sure well, uh, speaking of uh, Victor's uh, quite uh, disappointing run this week, I called the main target this week. Dumber got evicted first, and now it's Dumb's turn. Because as you'll recall, you know oh, I yeah, called yeah. Jose and Victor, or Victor and Jose, Dumb and Dumber, respectively, of course, because of all the missteps in their um, in their pl- gameplay this week. So uh, during the HOH competition, Team Unicorn, of course, we know as Victor, Natalie, James, and Bronte, um, they were playing the HOH competition, and uh, they noticed, and we all noticed, uh, because James said so in the diary room, but he intentionally threw the competition because he is not working with anybody on his team in an alliance 
uh, perspective. So he was trying to uh, slow them down so that they wouldn't win the competition. And sure enough, it worked. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the other team members definitely noticed that pretty quickly though. So I'm not sure how, um, I mean, maybe at this point, he's probably not even trying to hide it at this point. I got to yeah. So, yeah, I guess he felt pretty safe in doing that because, you know, even if they do accuse him, it's like, what are they going to do? Go against their team? Like, you can't do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And of course, uh, Paul and Bronte are extremely disappointed because Davon and Zakia lied to their face about voting for Jose. But you know, and so it's it's pretty clear that they're kind of uh, public enemy number one. They're kind of the uh, they're they're kind of the uh, the underdogs of the house, you could say, because there's there's definitely two sides of the house. You got the eight pack and then you've got um, the other side of, um, you know, Paul, Victor, Jose, Bronte, Natalie, those types of people. Yeah. And, and then you have Bridget, who's kind of in the middle. <laughs> so uh but uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, actually, in in more on this topic of Victor, um, I, you know, I, I it, it definitely is surprising going back and watching it because I know you you know at least you and I were this is a rewatch um, mm-hmm. to see just how he's it's just I don't want to call him naive, but he's so Victor seems so naive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, the, the, there's one point where he says, uh, you know, I tried to play um, a fair game and and, you know, and you get screwed over. But, you know, yeah, it's Big Brother. This is going to happen, of course. But yeah, uh, yeah, you, exactly. have a, you have a clip for us that relates to it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is just kind of Victor's uh, thought process going into this week. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just disappointing. Let's take a listen. I hope y'all aren't playing me, man. If y'all are playing me, I'll be so pissed. Don't get paranoid, bro. That's what happens. That's the thing. But this is me showing you. But I mean, you know, this is... And of course, this is after the the roadkill competition. He's trying to build trust with the other side of the house. You know, the side of the house that wants to get rid of him. Right, that's a smart... I mean, that does seem like a smart move yes. yeah it, it seems like a smart move until you realize it's like you know they're at every point they're trying to screw you I over just, you know i mean really it's not his fault um i i feel like that you know paul definitely didn't have his back as like his you know i don't know when i i mean again this is a rewatch so i'm also yeah. thinking of the the friendship between paul and victor later the bromance they even call it yeah like exactly. it, it doesn't like this doesn't seem like quite a, a bromance right now for paul not to really clue victor in i know he's hinting while they're playing pool and a couple other times that he's in trouble this week but like yeah. i feel like Vic, um paul didn't you know really um yeah. step up to help his friend out you know yeah. so. and uh and yeah that's kind of the uh and, and julie kind of uh going back to the honesty thing real quick and julie kind of points that out it's like julie mentions this to him after he gets evicted and it's like it took him getting evicted to finally realize this uh this point that julie makes and that what we've all been making too 
after we lost the head of household competition, I felt like my best bet was try to be as honest as possible, uh, maybe gain some trust, but that actually backfired. But I don't think uh, it would have gone any other way, even if I had told anybody or if I had kept it a secret. Honesty in the Big Brother house? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, do, you do what you can, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. I mean, that that's... I, uh, that was that was good because it's like Julie was saying what we were all saying at that point. So it's uh, like we were all thinking at that point. So it's like I'm glad that Victor finally, you know, had a chance to hear that because that's exactly what he needed to hear. Because that's yeah, literally that's what we've been trying to, you know, that's yes. that's what you're all screaming well, at the TV. You know, and a lot of people have had some issues with this season that they're, you know, he. Well, I can. We'll save it for. We're going to have discussions in the future about whether some of the game t twists are, you know, obviously the discussion everyone has to have are they, are they fair or, or are they, you know, um, that kind of thing. But yeah, mm -hmm. he gets uh, like this is he's learning a good, very good lesson right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, but you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll, and uh, we'll and, be discussing and that. Yeah, and I and I and we were mentioning about the fact that uh, you know, like everyone is out to get you, and this is uh, very true because Polly in the DR um, mentions that his number one target is Victor. He just has to figure out whether he's sending him through the front door or the back door, and uh, turns out I guess he decided to, on the back door because he uh, Victor didn't get nominated at first. And in every respect, in uh, as far as Polly is concerned, this was honestly like the best play, like going the back door route, because, you know, he like he mentioned, he uh, he was making Victor feel at ease and everything. And then just at the last second, he um, pulls the rug out from underneath him, so to speak. Yeah, um, I will say, though, at, at the very least, though, Victor did does know that he could be a backdoor planet. Um, so he he at least is trying to build trust with the other side. Like, I have to give him credit for at least acknowledging that fact and knowing that he could be the backdoor plan. But uh, <laughs> but it's like I'm trying to figure out it's like he built trust by telling the, him by telling the other side his entire gameplay like yeah like what kind Everything. of trust did he think he was building there <laughs> i i i i don't know uh that that's a very good point um he didn't have to tell them everything he did and so for like for an example when uh he told when he won the roadkill competition he told Polly. you know um i don't i don't i don't know i mean I think I think as I, when we were coming up with the show doc and I was thinking about this back then I might have thought differently but I, I, I that's fine I you know I almost feel like now it's fine that Victor did that like it it does seem stupid and Paul tried to warn him and says uh, don't tell anyone but you know that by that point it's too late but you know it's fine you know you've got to play at least he tried to play the game I guess you know yeah i don't know but so Polly does make a smart move after this and he kind of notices that paul is friends with victor and that he so and he he does a kind of a smart thing and he he's breaking he's trying to break up that group before it becomes a threat to him yeah um almost as to make paul his own you know if he gets yeah. rid of victor mm -hmm. yeah yeah so he he, he definitely d he decides to bring paul into the fold and persuades paul to work for with them to get victor out and Paul, I guess, 
grudgingly i i don't know goes goes with it i i think he's fine i think ball's with it fine with it too (laughs) yeah i mean he's fine with it if it um if it helps his game i think from (laughs) i think from a personal standpoint he doesn't want to but i think game wise i think he has no other choice because um because paulie knew that paul's back was against the wall at this point so um you know it's like he he even mentions in the dr it's like you know he feels like he has to help them and be a pawn for them otherwise he's getting sent home next which if i'm being honest he's probably right yeah absolutely it's the healthy way to be thinking in this game at this point you Mm -hmm. know because people lose their damn minds after a couple of weeks and we'll be getting there but um (laughs) yeah like that's a healthy way to think about a friend in this game so right. you know mm-hmm. but it it's not it's not that supportive either though you know that's all yeah but uh interesting thing about paul working for the other side is uh this backfires on more than one occasion because victor yeah. uh goes up and tells paulie and frank that paul told him that he shouldn't trust them and uh and they yes. bring this up to him and paul's <laughs> like oh bleep and he has to dig himself out of that real fast which he manages to do surprisingly given like i the way he got out of that situation i was just like how (laughs) you know what i mean like i i gotta say that paul is a is a great manipulator and he's good with his words yes like i i'm very i've i've always been impressed about that with paul like mm-hmm. he, he just knows what to say at the right point every time. And I'm and it, it's I think that's why he, um, you know, is is doing so well, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with exactly what you just said. And I would add he he knows how to do it at the right time and with the most time, most of the time with the right person. Yeah, I, I, I've seen him kind of fail, like not getting that manipulation across in some places but but i i yeah he's really good at it you know and at least he knows how to do it and he tries yeah exactly and this and this even uh goes into it even more with the fact that um when he gets his chip pulled uh for the veto uh because this is again where it almost blows up in his face believe him yeah I, i mean how did victor believe that 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 he was really playing that he was just that dumb yeah exactly (laughs) yeah because uh (laughs) because yeah he got his chip pulled uh for the veto which meant he got to pick who the second person was to play in the veto and as you heard in the recap he just chose to pick zakia and victor naturally thought that paul would want to choose him uh because paul and victor are working together they would both be safe and uh paul at this point is stuck in a very tough position and decides to choose zakia And uh, and yeah, like you mentioned afterwards, in in order to throw off suspicion, Paul decides that he's just going to play dumb. And for whatever reason, Victor buys this. I don't know how how he I don't know how he buys the fact that Paul is acting so dumb. And he does this on another occasion, too, when they're playing pool um all uh, just before the veto ceremony like paul again yeah. is playing dumb with him and it's like well he's yeah but he but he at that point when they're playing pool he does seem to kind of you know because he says are you sure you know about that you right. know or so yeah um, true yeah so it's, it's, it's kind of a little like that, trying that, to reaffirm yeah the other one was much more comical 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, yeah, the fact that Victor just completely like buys Paul's excuse. I'm just like, oh. And and, and Paul kind of said it really well in the DR. He's like, well, you know, to my surprise, he buys it and then he's off getting piggyback rides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And in many ways, it's almost like, uh, that um that discussion was easier than um than when he got pulled aside uh <laughs> for when victor sort of ratted him out or whatever you know what i mean mm -hmm. like that conversation was more tough than <laughs> talking to victor about that decision <laughs> which yeah you, which you wouldn't think that you know right right very good excellent point excellent point um uh so yeah but um, um when polly wins the veto you know, he also just straight up tells Polly that he'll be using it to take him off the block at this point. So um, Victor is thinking he's going to build, he's really built this trust with Polly and Frank and that he'll be fine. And that he really, really at this point, this is when they're at the pool table in particular that they're talking about this. He really thinks that it's going to be Tiffany to go no matter what. So that's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, but, but it's like this week. Somebody's got to go. That's true. <laughs> yeah, go, go, Victor. Like you can't feel bad for Victor for going because no, you know the I future. know. But like, I'm just <laughs> I'm more disappointed in the fact that like you know he's so naive. I like with Jose. I was I was happy to see him go because he was like talking up such a big game and everything. But with Victor, yeah. like with so many missteps this week, I'm just like oh. oh. That's what I had in my notes to add to to a zing. I'm sorry. I'm going to do a little pre-show meeting with you here. No, okay. but um <laughs> yeah, no, it was about it was about I had in my notes something related to Jose and or the way Victor really really liked Jose. Yeah. Mhm. Mm That's all. Okay. I guess that's it. Yeah, the that, that, that's the zing. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, zing! There we okay, go. thank you. Yeah. I, I, I jumped way ahead there. No, you did, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but let's uh, let's go in here because um, like we mentioned, Victor seemingly uh, was thinking that Tiffany was going to be the one who goes home. Although at some point, though, that 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 possibility was being considered by the eight pack alliance and this sort of goes into our secondary target here um is tiffany's paranoia getting the best of her and i would argue yes it is uh because Ooh. um tiffany starts out the week by deciding to intentionally throw the hoh competition because uh, she was getting exhausted from running back and forth uh and doesn't want to get in Corey's way um mm -mm. Which is interesting, given the fact that the only reason that that possibility was even considered of of them evicting her instead of Victor was because she um, refused to throw the veto competition. So mm -hmm. arguably, if she was going to throw any competition, it should have been the veto, not the HOH, because yes. Corey very shortly falls off right after her. And that that means that their team, the Freakazoids, are just out of the competition. So it's like. I just find I just found that hilarious. The fact that she throws that competition, but you know what I mean? Like, but she doesn't throw the competition that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. No, I, abs absolutely. It, it, that, that, that didn't make sense. And it made it made her 
she's really going downhill fast <laughs> you know we can yeah. see it and and uh i i know you haven't watched the um i guess it was season 17 yes correct right. the yeah. vanessa vanessa season um but yeah there was a there's a lot of tears in that season <laughs> so saying. so i've heard yeah i um, uh will eventually a long time yeah we'll eventually have to uh re-watch season 17 at some point just because because yeah. that was one of the things about this season too that i noticed was with james and Dev- davon being in the game and with you know yes, tiffany right. being there there were so yes. many references to the previous season i feel like yes yeah i must have had good ratings that year i I don't know. Anyways, but uh, also um, Tiffany's paranoia is growing. And not only is she the still um, screen one Roku when you pause the episode. For, yeah. <laughs> what is this episode eight? I don't know what it is. But there's a photo of her and she's like behind a couch looking paranoid. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not only that, but her road, her paranoia builds even more when she's the roadkill nominee. Um, uh, so, you know, Victor, who won it, put her up. And yeah. it kind of really this really just starts her like sort of losing it and getting very paranoid and crying a lot. And and yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's, it's, that's yeah. never usually pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And it's like she immediately thinks that it's like they're out to get her because, you know, and because that's the hilarious part is like Victor, like they know that Victor is the roadkill nominee. They have discussed at length that, you know, Victor is going to be the back door. Yeah, like he's the no target. doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it's pretty clear at this point. And but, like Davon says, she had the numbers. So she really, that's where yeah. she can't worry. She's got the yeah, numbers. Yeah, because it's like, gonna, yeah. So, so it's like, if you're in Tiffany's position right now, like you are in the best position right now. Because it's like, you know everything that's going on right now. Like, yeah. and the fact that this is already, you know, planting seeds of doubt in your mind. Like, that's just, that's just a bad idea all around. And um, and Devon is now seeing the similarities of Tiffany uh, to Vanessa, her sister, like we mentioned, and she doesn't want to work with her if this continues. And quite honestly, if I were playing the game, I wouldn't want to play with Tiffany either, considering the fact that, you know, she's already doubting her um, her alliance, like when it's very clear the route that they're trying to go. Mm hmm yeah absolutely and uh tiffany thinking that she is getting backdoored uh you know what i mean like which by the way she's not because why would they put her up right away if she was like she she got put up uh before the veto competition so it's not even a backdoor but that's beside the point uh Mm -hmm. she is really conflicted whether to believe her alliance and throw the competition in order to secure uh you know victor going home or does she want to try to win the competition and ensure her safety? Uh, and But this, of course, would throw a huge wrench in the Apex plan, because if you know, Tiffany has the veto, then there's no possible way that Victor's going to put himself yeah. up. Like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. uh, so Tiffany decides to try to go for the veto, and uh, Davon notices it and puts that in the back of her mind for later. Um, and so should you, I think, uh, because we'll be <laughs> circling back around to this. I have a feeling. 
So, uh, I think so. Uh, you know, who else has had a falling out or is having issues this week with Tiffany is Frank. Um, they oh had some kind of, yeah, they've had some kind of misunderstanding or whatever. And, um, yeah, Frank is, uh, kind of not definitely seen her as a threat or a, a loose cannon, at least, if anything, as well as so is Stavon. But, um, so, but uh, Tiffany isn't the only one that has issues with Frank. Speaking of Davon, Davon is also a little perturbed that basically Frank made the decision to bring in Polly to the eight pack. So I guess it's like a nine pack or no, it's kind a, of. Well, I it's mean, like they're, they're kind of... it's like a baker's dozen for an eight pack. Right? Yeah, exactly. In their <laughs> mind, I think they're kind of replacing Polly uh, with Tiffany in the eight pack yes. alliance, kind of. Or at least in Frank's mind, right? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So basically, that's uh. You know, like there's even one point where Nicole is in the dr. I believe, and she talked about how like you can't like if Frank brings up an idea, you can't really argue with him. Like it's just it's going to happen, or yeah. or it'll happen unless you want an argument in some way. But yeah, and yeah. it's like because I at first when I was watching the episode, it's like. You know, like we met, we talked about this last podcast, the fact that like I thought that was interesting that they didn't include Polly in the APAC alliance. And now I thought he was. Yeah, I know. I yeah, we all it. thought he was, but no, he wasn't. And, you know, he I still think he was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And but they're just now bringing him in. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like Polly should have been a part of this alliance from the very beginning, honestly, if if I'm being honest. And the fact that he wasn't was very peculiar. <laughs> yeah. And it is. and Polly thinks it's very peculiar as well. Um, but but yeah, I'm, I just thought that was interesting. The fact that um, that Nicole went. But like right when Nicole said that, I was like, oh, OK, now I, <laughs> right. now I see that Frank is starting to lose some trust with the people in his alliance. I see because because if, if Nicole is saying that in the diary room, like you don't go you don't say that in the diary room without like having a strong suspicion about someone like that. Yeah, you know? Frank's Frank's personality is starting to rub off in people in, the, in a bad way. Um, and you see it starting to happen now. Indeed. Yeah. And and it, and continuing on with that conversation, uh, Zakia had a uh, long conversation with Polly because, of course, at this point, <laughs> Zakia is, <laughs> I think, kind of a little interested in Polly, if I'm being honest. But but you they think? talk about the APAC alliance that he that Polly was just brought into. And uh, Zakia mentions the idea of possibly starting a, a, a five person alliance with herself, Polly, Corey, Nicole and Davon as the fifth wheel. <laughs> yeah, as the fifth wheel, as Davon would say. <laughs> yeah. And um, and yeah, and she tells Davon about this conversation and that just made her even more pissed because, yeah, like you said, like she's just the fifth wheel in this alliance. And so Davon at this point feels like the only person she can trust is James at this point. And I don't know how I feel about that, because on the one hand, it's like if someone's offering you an alliance, take it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. At some point, I almost feel like that is like almost like a missed opportunity. But at the same time, like I can also understand where she's coming from and the fact that like later on, it's like the two couples are obviously going to go after her if they make it that far. So, yeah, 
So yeah, because I mean, they'll be paranoid yeah. because there are couples and you know, like was it was it the last? No, it wasn't last. Never mind. No, it's the season. Never mind. <laughs> I'm thinking ahead about like how a season wraps up and you know, but yeah, yeah. I mean that she's going to feel threatened if she's not a couple. If there's if the couples dominate, then yeah. that's going to be an issue. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, the fact uh, the fact that they offer you an alliance like that. I Take don't it. I don't necessarily would I wouldn't necessarily turn it down. So yeah, I mean, I mean wouldn't, wouldn't that be kind of suicide to say no thanks but no thanks yeah exactly so it's like <laughs> yeah know, I mean you're gonna take it yeah exactly so it's like <laughs> I understand where she's coming from it's like I would almost like go into the alliance with that suspicion no doubt because that's the game of big brother but like at the same time it's like like she's got this alliance she's got like the all girls alliance she's got the apac alliance you know what i mean so it's like she's got like you know if you count this alliance that's three now that she can rely on as like a backup you know what i mean like if yeah if if crap really hits the fan you know what i mean yes yes so but uh of course uh we were just talking about tiffany and tiffany is also a part of the fatal five alliance like i just mentioned the all girls alliance and as well as the apac alliance however uh not only is the apac alliance starting to have their doubts about tiffany uh so is the fatal five all girls alliance they had a little conversation about that and uh they're discussing the idea of becoming just the fatal four and kicking tiffany out of the alliance um so so it's kind of going along with our like because alliances this episode and especially um especially when we head into the last like episode like kind of towards the towards the end of the veto um competition that's when alliances really start to question each other and start to crumble and everything and this yeah. is just an extension of that in my mind, certainly. Oh, that absolutely. I agree. And also um, with Tiffany, she does. She also wants to be part of the Spy Girls Network. <laughs> or, I don't know the friend network or what they are. Yeah. I, I don't know why I said that. That was ridiculous. The Spy Girls. So Bronte and Bridget. And um, and she she talks about how she doesn't really trust Frank and, and you know, her th- thoughts on him. And then Bridget... Um, I, well, yeah, I can't jump ahead again. <laughs> she's uh, she's becoming, you know, good friends with Frank. And mm-hmm. I guess they're on team. Um, they're on category four. Chicken yeah. monkey, right? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Chicken monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably a better oh. name. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So team category chicken four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So, but they're that. So that must mean something, right? Anyways, but they're getting along a lot more and talking a lot more. And 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 I think this week, um, Bridget has like it kind of expressed, you know, that she she respects Frank's game and or him as a player or mm-hmm. whatnot. I have no idea, but yeah. So that that's starting to happen. So she immediately goes ahead and tells Frank what Tiffany is saying about her and that Frank that Tiffany doesn't like him. So, um, yeah, so she's obviously aligning herself more with Frank than with even I would even say with the other spy girls, if that's the case. I mean, yeah, that that's certainly a possibility for sure. I mean, but yeah, that's that's that was kind of funny. It's like, you know, they have this all girls alliance and they're talking. It's like, I don't really like Frank. And then what does Bridget turn around and do? rat out tiffany of course (laughs) yep she likes frank yep yeah of course 
Um, and I also found it interesting circling back to Victor for just a moment um, while we're kind of on the topic of the Spy Girls. We uh, might as well because he's getting evicted this week, so it's yeah. not like we'll talk about him ever again. True. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, but uh, but Natalie uh, wasn't sure where her vote lies with either Victor or Tiffany, because obviously she's not going to vote out Bronte. Um, and uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting because I heard that line. Like, I heard her mention that, and I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then when Victor does get evicted in the uh, goodbye messages, we find out during her goodbye message that Natalie doesn't like the way Victor treats women? Yeah. Yeah, Am am I missing something here, Jackie? Or what's going on here? No, no. Um, I think there's a lot of things that people don't really see in how, you know, they're interacting. It was something that he said and did towards her that she rubbed her the wrong way that's what i'm sure it's all about but i mean there was that one clip that we saw a couple weeks maybe last well we've only really yeah we uh yeah and that's exactly Um, what i yeah yeah right about stepping on the shoes and all of that like yeah so aside from that like who knows what else there is i don't know but i guess that's what natalie um thinks of victor i yeah i i know i Uh, I know that he kind of had a thing it seemed like he kind of had a thing for her and yeah she may have thought he was attractive too in the very very beginning but there was something about that that didn't click and i think that they're you know yeah and yeah i just thought that was interesting that's the reason that she he rubbed her the wrong way i'm just saying that there was something that was not agreeable between the two you know that right and that i think that's where it's coming across yeah exactly yeah and i and i was just confused because i was just like i mean victor seemed fine to me yeah i feel like such an idiot talking about this stuff when i have no clue you know who am i talking to talking like i don't know (laughs) you know yeah it's hard to talk about this show i i mean yeah exactly and and that was the thing too like you mentioned about um about the fact that last week there was a big kind of blow up in the house and it really had nothing to do with game per se so that's why i felt like i didn't want to include it because it had nothing to do with game and quite honestly, uh, if I'm if I'm being honest, it was kind of just a little petty, if I'm being honest, especially with Paul's response to the whole thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, just, I just didn't feel like talking it's hard. about it, it last week. I, I know. I know. It's like, yeah, well, maybe we'll get some feedback and people will tell us, yeah, keep it up or no, stay away. You're on the right track. Yeah. Feedback uh, at know. all eyes are on you dot show, by the way, if you want to send us Excellent. feedback. Uh, but uh but we should probably get into our zing of the week jackie zing! and uh, we'll start off this uh this first zing here uh no uh, jackie no one here in the house knows how to do basic math I- including the uh including the uh the math teacher uh tiffany so we're <laughs> all we're all kind of doomed here jackie <laughs> What did she do? What what did I miss? No, I don't know. I, I it was more just a competition of like cuz during the BB Roadkill competition it was basically a math Oh, the ma- uh, Oh, see I skipped through it again on my last route free watch. I suck. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so That's they right. they were all just kind of like struggling with this competition and I'm just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Like, to be fair, though, if I were in that situation, I probably wouldn't do much better, considering the fact that it's like, you know, I'm under so much pressure with a ticking clock. 
See, it's not that they can't do math. They can't do math under pressure. And I think lots of us can understand. <laughs> yeah, true. But, you know, still, like, it's basic math. Come on here, people. Zing! <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go into this next one, because I I thought this was kind of funny, um, just purely based on the fact that we just came from talking about season 16. And uh, I don't know if you know this, Jackie. I don't know if you know this, but Polly is Cody's brother. I don't know if you knew that <laughs> or anything. You totally got me. I had no <laughs> idea. Oh, I can't believe you got me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh <laughs> But uh, but uh, but Polly uh, Polly was in the uh, the veto competition and it's basically the spelling competition where you're looking for letters and trying to spell a word. Uh, Basically, longest word, longest word wins, essentially. And uh, and Polly actually uh, gets his word right. And the reason this is significant is because in the HOH room afterwards, Nicole was talking to the camera saying like how um, Polly actually spelled his word right, as opposed to Cody from from her season, uh, who tried to spell competitively, but very, very much screwed it up. And uh, so <laughs> I, I just loved that callback to season 16. But but also yeah. uh, but also zing to Cody. Somehow in this season, we're still zinging Cody, by the way. Go for it. Give him one. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that is uh, pretty funny that um, that it's you could almost you could almost sense because Polly won and he spelled a really uh, sustainability that, um, you know, he kind of he kind of studied or he thought about the Cody's game. And he's like, he really paid attention to the. The, the comps that Cody lost or failed at. Yeah. And he's like went, made an extra effort to come up with some really long words That's and true. put them together. Because yeah. <laughs> he really wanted to show his brother Cody. Yeah. I, um, to be but, honest, I kind of almost wonder if that was in the back of his mind when he was doing this competition. <laughs> of like, course he I had, have to yeah. think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. You know, but you know what is not fine? What's that? <laughs> Is that, um, well, this is before me too. <laughs> um, I but, mean, uh, J- yeah. J- no, I'm kidding. No, it's I fine. was going to say, yeah, I don't think this is, this is totally, yeah, no. Uh, but, but James, James is flirting with everyone and they make a big package about it. And James is, yeah, just Ugh. flirting with, um, I think he's even like flirting with Polly and like uh which i feel like if you can flirt with party uh, pa- party polly yeah <laughs> you, you you're really going a little too far i think that's where you you need to draw the line but yeah. yes yeah so, and, it, and, and i was just kind of like it, when i saw this segment i was just like Ugh, why why are you dedicating a segment to this like really yeah. why and you were mentioning uh you were mentioning <laughs> just before we recorded about the fact that uh if uh, Davon uh, hadn't noticed this, would we even be talking about this? Right. Yeah. So good for Davon. Uh, like I, I lo- again, I love her in the DR and yeah, the things exactly. that she brings attention to. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, if she had pointed it out, that there might have not have been a package developed around it. So you know, yeah, who knows? exactly. But uh, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll give the zing to the actual segment, like the fact that there was a segment dedicated. So to the sure. segment itself, we're giving a zing. <laughs> zing. 
All right. So uh, this last zing, I think, um, is the best zing this week, I think. So um, they uh, they were talking. They had just won the veto competition. Polly had just won the veto competition. And the Alliance gets together in the HOH room. They're discussing the backdoor plan. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and Frank says something you'll hear in a second. Just as Victor walks into the door, uh, l- l- let's take a listen to this. Who do you think he should take down? Yeah, that's a good question. About who should- oh, no, I figured I was going to take Paul down. We talked to him. And he picked Zakia. Yeah. Best bet, OP, P-A-U-L. Mm-hmm. Paul Wall. Just take him off, throw Vic up. That's all she wrote. Backdoor Willie. <laughs> you showered already? Uh, no, but you can hop in. Oh, wait. All right. I'll hop in the shower then. <laughs> Why not a little bit cooler really? like it usually is? <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> first of all, the fact that uh, that Frank is saying backdoor Willie. First of all, I don't know how I feel about that. That's um, your new nickname. That's what I'm gonna call you from now on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but uh, so first, let's let's get that out of the way. First of all. <laughs> But second of all, everyone, please send in your emails and address it to Backdoor Willie. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> all right, sorry. But, no, please uh, don't do so that. Yeah, no, that's, so yeah, uh, yeah. So so let's get that out of the way. Number one, but also okay. number two, Frank should know better. He is he is from season fourteen. You know what I mean? So he's a veteran. Like if I if I if I saw this from like one of the new players, I was like, okay, yeah, sure, you made a dumb mistake, whatever. It's just the fact that Frank makes this mistake is is what makes it so mm. like more significant to me because like you're a vet, you should know that you know someone may to be watch coming the monitors yeah, yeah. To, to watch the monitors or that someone is bound to come into the room you know what i mean like you should mm-hmm. know that you know what i mean i i, I get i guess the, they must have that hoh room very um very soundproof because because <laughs> the fact that victor didn't hear that when he walked in you know what i mean like that's that's just amazing to me you know what i mean like I guess maybe he wasn't paying attention or something. I don't know, but at least at least he didn't say backdoor Victor, and he said backdoor Willie. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Did, yeah, because you know Victor might have tra- targeted his brain to hear it. Better. Although a, a thought has just occurred to me, right, right here and now, right here, like I, as far as Victor's concerned, they could be they could have been talking about Tiffany. So yeah. well, she wasn't a backdoor though. Right. No, I, right. No. But I'm okay. saying in terms of like in Victor's mind, I'm just thinking from Victor's perspective, like yeah, the, fact that, the fact that Frank said backdoor Willie, you know what I mean? Like they could have been talking about um, Tiffany and that and he could have thought of that at the time, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so maybe so. I, I don't know. But but yeah, so I, I'm I'm going to give it more of a zing just because Frank is a veteran and he should know better than to do that. I, th- I think the zing. Shoot. I think that I think that the zing goes to you because it's backdoor Willie. 
All right, fine, whatever. Sure. <laughs> should we wrap up the show before you kill me? <laughs> yes, we probably should. <laughs> uh, Jackie, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me anywhere that I'm hiding out so I don't get killed by Willie before next week's show, <laughs> uh, which will probably be on Twitter at Jackie Hearn. 81 on twitter what about you willie where are you going to be so i won't be there you can uh you can follow me uh on twitter i am at backdoor willie no i'm kidding uh i'm actually at w scott is one on twitter if you want to follow me that's um w s c o t t i s and the number one and you can also follow me on twitch at that same username it's twitch.tv slash w scott is one and i stream every wednesday and friday night so Come on out and check out the streams. It's a uh, it's always a fun time to hang out and uh, talk to uh, everybody in the community, and you can be a part of that community as well. So uh, hop on into the live streams and participate. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter. We are at Backdoor. Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. We are at All Eyes Are On You. You can send us an email if you want to give us your feedback. Like I mentioned, feedback at alleyesareonyou.show. You can leave us a voicemail and uh, give us a call. We are at 978-ALL-EYES. I can't stop laughing about that, by the way. Do you need me to finish this up? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, but uh, 978-ALL-EYES is the phone number if you want to leave us a voicemail. That is, of course, 978-255-3937. And you can visit our website if you want to see previous episodes, show notes, and more. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast on any platform of choice, uh, there's a link to there on our website, alleyesareonyou.show. Uh, what are some places you can uh, watch us and tune in overcast? I'm thinking of some Stitcher is a good one. Spotify here's pretty good. And then there's that small indie one Apple podcast. You might have heard of it. Maybe. I don't know. My, my living room. <laughs> my living room. <laughs> That's but, a place. Uh, but yeah, all eyes are on you. Show is the link if you want to check the website out. Um, music, of course, has been provided by Kevin McLeod. You can view his work over at Incompetech.com. And uh, we'll be back next week when Bridget is the HOH, with her kind of being in the middle, like I mentioned. Uh, oh, you mean Frank? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> true. Like... Yeah. With her kind of being in the middle of the two big alliances in this game, who is her target exactly going to be? Uh, and w are we going to start to see the beginning of the end of the APAC Alliance, perhaps? Uh, we'll have to find out next week. But until then, remember, house guests, all eyes are on you. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>